Welcome. This is the Illinois Valley Alternative Podcast. This is an Ivy Pod production. You can find us on Facebook as Ivy Pod or Twitter, Ivy Podcast, or email, mail at Ivy Pod. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, okay, so we're off. Hi, John. Hi, Clayton. Welcome. You want to introduce our guest? Oh, yes. Sorry. This is... What a bad way to start this big show. This is our 20th show, and for our big 20th show, we have a guest with us. Very exciting. Hello. Oh, hello. <laughs> so that, was, that was a horrible introduction. Usually you today. would say, we have our guest... Bob, yeah, and then right. Bob would say hi, guys. Oh, hi, guys. I, I yeah. wasn't. Well, I'm just I saying, John to... never gave you your cue. You know, I yeah, didn't you. <laughs> that was bad. We should have rehearsed this. I'm a little nervous. I've never, you know, spoken to such a large audience before. Yeah, <laughs> I, you, might like, have, you might be confused like, about something. Oh, all right. I was expecting at least what twenty-five thousand. What do you guys got in your list now? Well, we're, we're, we're getting up there. We're okay. almost at a hundred, but we're not <laughs> quite there. All right, well, and we get about forty downloads an episode. Yeah, we're That's getting. We're, yeah, we're That's all right. Good. We're all right. Well, we're then I, I I was going to ask if I was going to get paid for this, but maybe I'll, I'll we'll save that for another. <laughs> we were going to ask you if you'd give us money for letting uh, you be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the other way around. Sorry, <laughs> okay, I forgot to okay. tell you that. Okay. It's, it's like five bucks a minute, so. <laughs> All right. Yeah, this is cool. Uh, you know, for a little background, Bob is our uh, one of the key forces in actually getting our show underway, right? I mean, you got the website going for us and a lot of that stuff. So I think I still owe you money for that. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I didn't do much. I just did what we call the wiring in the background. You did all the uh, visuals. So it turned out very nice. Thank you. Yeah, I was telling a story to you the other day. How I ran into somebody who does a lot of computer stuff and does their own podcast, and I went and checked them out after I talked to them, and I was not very impressed. Yeah. This, despite our our little show we have here, I think it's I think we do a good job. Yeah, I think so too. And you guys, a hundred people—that's pretty good, really. I was just joking before. Uh, uh, in the downloads, uh, you would you say Clayton forty downloads? Typically, is that wow. what we were saying last night, John? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's impressive. That means that whether they actually listen, but I mean that's pretty good. And I assume we we do we do have our regular listeners, so okay, doing all right. And this is a actual uh, direct request from some of our listeners was to get someone else on the show because everybody's tired of listening to us. So right. thank we, you, Bob, yeah. for joining us. Oh, yeah. no problem. No problem. Glad to be here. Hopefully now that you got your headset, you can you can uh, you can check in, uh, you know, more than just today. Yes, right. it was a, a good excuse to buy a new gadget, so that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, good. All right, but um, well, 
what was the topic for the night? We were going to do the brain drain episode, right? We're finally going to do it. We've been talking about it for a long time. We're finally doing the brain drain. So, and, um, and it's important to note that in 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 the brain drain, uh, part of the reason we had Bob on is he's an Illinois Valley native who fled the area. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, no, not, not necessarily volunteer. I mean, you didn't. It it's not like I had my sneakers on and I ran out of town or anything. Right. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't flee the area. <laughs> you just you grabbed what you could. And Actually, you I kind of like that description, though. That's that's pretty good. Uh, you went. Uh, you after you went to college, you you moved to Chicago, right? Or was it? Was it, it wasn't bad? immediate. No, I, uh, I I I got a job locally at uh, in Ottawa, actually, and I worked there for a couple months. And then I saw I was kind of getting the itch, like I think a lot of people do, just to explore a little bit. And um, saw an ad for a job in Chicago um, in the Tribune one Sunday, and applied. And uh, a couple interviews later, uh, I took the job. So. Um, I moved to Chicago. I stayed there for about 10 years. Um, and then I uh, basically, I should I continue on or do you guys want no, to? No, this, this is great. No, go this ahead. Good okay. Well, <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, <laughs> well, you know, then uh, I, I lived in Chicago for about 10 years and I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun when I was in my 20s. Um, uh, didn't live too far away from uh, Wrigley Field, so uh, put in a lot of time there. Um, but then ultimately, I I, um, I did miss the kind of lifestyle uh, that I had back home in Peru, but I really did enjoy my job, so um, I didn't want to quit. So what I I did is I um, I moved out to the suburbs, but found the basically the last uh, suburb on my train line, which leaves me only about an hour and 20 minutes from LaSalle, Peru, if I ever want to go home. So it just ended up, uh, I'm kind of like in the middle as far as uh, if I want to go home, it's very easy to do and I, I can still get to work and I, I got to keep my job. So um, in Geneva is where I live now. It's uh, it's similar in many ways to LaSalle, Peru. I, I, uh, it's growing too still, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's, it's it's growing a little bit, but it's kind of landlocked, but it's it's right. kind of quaint in the uh, uh, I wouldn't say it's rural, but it's, uh, it's certainly not city life. So um, uh, I, I do enjoy it quite a bit. So, so that's, that's uh, yeah, that's and that's just perfect. That's perfect description of kind of what happens. Um, I mean, just the idea with the brain drain for uh, if you just if the, the, there was a really good article actually in the Ottawa Times about this by a uh, well-known reporter writer mm-hmm. uh, Stephanie. <laughs> uh, we know very well, of course. Uh, yeah, Miss Miss Zuda, and you were on the cover of the paper, right? Yeah, for that very article, coincidentally. Yeah, and uh, it said, "What was the what was the headline?" Oh yeah, it was so good. Uh, it it was, was Forbes names area one of the least educated in the country. Yeah, with my picture right there. Right, and then we have the story of one of our buddies at the gas station, and he looks down and he sees John on the cover of the paper and reads the headline. And he's like, what? He's like, I thought John was smart. <laughs> <laughs> and then he, he bought it and actually figured out what was going on. Yeah. So but anyway, the, yeah, and, and, and just to note, we are going to rip off that article quite frequently. That was over so, two years ago. That was two years ago. Yeah. So we're going to we we, uh, we apologize, but we're, we're going to be blatant about it. We're going to take a lot from that article. And the, the whole idea is that people do. Uh, from the Illinois Valley, go to school, you know, they they go off to college, you know, outside of the Illinois Valley, they get higher education, and then they 
don't end up coming back to the Illinois Valley. Uh, and that's the statistics are pretty pretty meager. And in that uh, that particular article, uh, it caused you know like you just said eighth. We were ranked by Forbes magazine to be eighth least educated in the entire country. So. That's I think a, that's unfortunate because, you know, uh, if you're on a list like that, don't you really want to be first? Because yeah, then you, might as well be <laughs> up there. Yeah. you want to be first because I'm like, what's the incentive to do better? I mean, how can you rally tro- tro- the troops around eighth? You, you know I mean, like, because <laughs> <laughs> like, if you ask like um, nine out of ten people, if you said, are you alarmed that your, your city's the eighth least educated in America? They'll probably respond by saying, well, at least. There's seven others worse off than us. So you want to be number one, right? So then you That's, get like people rallied around. Hey, we got to do something about this. You know, right. That, that well, the other sense? thing is I don't necessarily even believe it. but um, Yeah, I don't believe it either. I'm just <laughs> I, think, I think the whole thing's a farce in my opinion. Right. Um, I've been around the world and, uh, you know, I've been down south. And, I mean, we might be – I'm not saying we're – the opposite or anything but to say least educated i don't know if you've ever been to like i've never been to west virginia but i've seen the uh the wild and wonderful whites of west virginia documentary and that county wherever they're from that's got to be the dumbest yeah i I, I, I think in there's no way that los al peru could be in the top 10 or it's hard to believe there's even a list like that to be quite honest i mean well i guess the the area the geographical the area that they they said was included LaSalle, Putnam Bureau, and Lee counties. Okay. So is that and right? They, they, yeah, and they measured it by figuring a proportion of people older than 25 with a bachelor's, master's, professional, or doctor degree. And it was U.S. Census Bureau. Uh, so based so, on their metric. I mean, based on that particular. Yeah, they, they use the, the term proportion. So, I mean, it's not like, obviously, they're... Uh, extrapolating in some way right Hmm. but it is it is it was a little stunning and we actually came across a lot of numbers when we did our alcoholism podcast that sort of supported this sort of theory anyway right because didn't we like the number of uh adults with college degrees in LaSalle County compared to the rest of the state wasn't that number yeah it was pretty bad it was definitely it was definitely not good yeah there's no doubt about that um yeah Say that again. The number of al- the alcoholism rate is higher in LaSalle, Peru than that's also on a top ten list. Uh, uh, it's not good, but it's well. We one of our county? first for the county. It's uh, it's not that bad. It's because there was a belief that we were number two or three nationwide as like the most alcoholic county, but uh, we debunked that I think successfully right. by showing we, we really didn't make any list at all. Uh, the one list we found that actually lists county by county for the whole country and in terms of alcoholism, uh, LaSalle County wasn't even on it. So, uh, But we are actually horrible when it comes to just overall health. Right. Okay. Uh, overall health and then I said the college – the percent of adults with college degrees in LaSalle well, County compared to the state average. Uh, well, the health I can understand. The first thing I do when I go to LaSalle Peru is have fried chicken. So that's probably not the best thing. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that. Yeah. Yep, that's and, a staple. And in the igloo, right, John? That was on an episode. John yeah. downed a pork sandwich, or what? I had a couple of them right before the we did the the episode. <laughs> I, and I was I, I was struggling. People, I didn't know people ate two porks. Oh yeah. <laughs> do you, 
You only eat one of things, Clayton? I always eat two of everything. Do you really? I, two hamburgers. I, I, I don't think I could eat two if I had really? fries and a, and a cherry Coke. Huh. That's why you're so skinny. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I'm working on it, man, though. I'm, I'm trying to pack on the weight. All right. Well. well, let's dive through some of our uh, bullets here. Because we're, okay. um, what do we got here? Um, let's, uh, let's see. We're looking at the same doc, I assume. So, um, well, we have the one thing about the, uh, the guy quoting that he wouldn't wouldn't raise his kids in our area. Yeah, that guy really bugged me. Do you guys know him? I won't mention no, his you, name. But... Do you, oh, you could say his name. It was in the paper. Oh, you know him? No, no, we don't. Dennis. I don't. We don't know. I don't know. Dennis well, Corbin thinks that uh, LaSalle Peru area isn't socially progressive enough to raise his children, although he doesn't have children, and it doesn't really say if he has a girlfriend or anything, but um, <laughs> I don't know. something about Dennis Corbin really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. So you don't like Dennis's? Um, yeah. uh, he's raising his imaginary kids. He, he just couldn't handle it. Uh, this is a great place to raise your kids, especially because you could point if you if you do encounter a, a ignorance, um, it's a you know what I mean. It, it's a good place to, as a parent to go like, hey, that guy's you know a bigot or that guy's racist or you know what I mean. Not saying that there's a ton of those people around. I'm just saying. I mean, it's well, up to you to to be progressive with your children. Is that or am I wrong? No, especially if they're imaginary. You can do whatever you want, right? <laughs> right. Might as well. I'll take them. I'll start mine off at ten years old. We'll we'll start. Yeah, no, I hear what you mean. But isn't, uh, isn't that kind of true, though? I mean, if you raise your kids down south and, and you're not and say you're not a, a typical Baptist, like a southerner or whatever, you could still give your kids more progressive. You know what I mean? Instill in them more. Absolutely. I mean, that's just a good parenting. You can you can raise your children anywhere uh, to be equally good people. Uh, that's is that was what well, Dennis Corbin bugs me. That's all I have to say. Okay. <laughs> We're with you. All right. Well, actually, his 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 dream in life is to get a sociology degree, which is, what do you do with a sociology degree other than teach? That well, then I was reading, and then he goes, oh, he wants to get a doctorate in sociology so he can be a professor in sociology and get tenure. His whole goal in life is to do, get tenure. So I don't know the whole guy. The, the guy bugged me. He doesn't. I don't know. He wants. I. I, I I'm rambling. Can we edit this part out? No. Don't. Uh, <laughs> we have a strictly no editing policy. Yeah, we do. So, sorry. You're on the wrong with tenure, but his, he, I mean, his tenures, I guess, you know, that's a, probably a whole other topic, especially it's in the news a lot lately. But uh, he, he, this, he, this whole thing, he's – I don't know. I guess the um, think, socially progressive thing bugged me. No. Do you think he's got the cart ahead of the horse or whatever they say? Like I think he does. I think he, he he's just a little bit ahead of himself maybe. He, I think he so. must really think he's up to snuff on just getting by or being, you know, just because he's a sociology major probably I, really I, thinks he understands how the world works. When, I think he thinks a little bit too much of himself is what I think. <laughs> and with that, we're going to take a short break. We're making assumptions. <laughs> yeah. And we're actually, we really do have to take a break. So uh, go ahead. All right. We'll be right back. We need finger snaps in this one, though. You think the old 
bed and light switch Rolls off the backyard cars You say my car gets smart And you keep your face in jaws You'll play only on a dime with The others just won't do And phono jacks not made of gold I can't listen to, can you? Sweet, you know, a sugar and start Money and status is a way to a harvest type And we're back. So, um, let's continue on. Now that we've addressed the Dennis Corbin uh Fiasco. Fiasco. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I apologize to your listening audience. No, no, that's that's quite okay. Um, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna motor through some of these things that I had listed here to talk about. Um, we had here local officials said that factors such as youths leaving to pursue education and careers. And a lack of jobs for those with advanced degrees result in a low amount of residents with post-secondary educations. Um, they, they had a quote saying that you know people leave for the bright lights, and uh, you know just the shine of the city, which I guess to a certain degree is true. But I don't know. Um, uh, they they oh oh I wanted to mention this they they mentioned that in order to bring more people to our area we need to build a university uh, that's nearby um, which yeah, that's me that was happening. like a you know sure that's a great idea but that'll never ever happen so it's like the you ice know, rink idea <laughs> let's build an uh, ice rink <laughs> for, I think back in the day uh, Ottawa was given the chance to have a branch of the UI uh, U of I but they chose to have, be the county seat instead. Did anyone else hear about yeah, that? I've heard that. They got the, uh, instead of having the university, it was, there's a federal court in town, and I think that's what it was. It was either you get the federal court uh, uh, or you get the university. Oh, I thought. That's have you ever heard that, John? No, that's interesting to hear. Uh, I think it was a, uh, a poor decision, uh, Kind of like uh, four-founder brain drain. They should have uh, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of ironic. You could, um, yeah, you could actually probably that one decision probably has steered us in this direction. Yeah, if you, if you were to go back, well, yeah, yeah I mean, you, I mean, a, a town with a university in it is a is a wonderful place to live. I mean, I don't know, it just has a great atmosphere. I mean, there's a lot of problems, obviously, with it. A lot of the local residents or whatever, some people would have issues, but just in in regards to economic uh, impact for an area, a university is a great thing. Yeah, it's a great thing. And then you do get um, uh, businesses that you know require uh, higher educated uh, degrees. Uh, I know like Madison, Wisconsin, they have a great university up there, and they have a lot of uh, technical industries around there, really known for uh, medical, developing medicines and things like that. So yeah, I, I agree totally. So it uh, could be a catalyst. So, but instead, we have a federal court where Drew Peterson shows up, and people people uh, tweet about where he's having his lunch. <laughs> Is that where they sent him? He's I didn't know he's, that. He's been he's been having his court dates down here. Yeah. Oh wow! Um, wow. So every time he shows up, there's a, a kind of a buzz. A word gets around that he's he's in town. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. How exciting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, we, we had uh, there were some good. Good quotes here from I don't know which Stahoyak this is uh, who made these quotes, but he said uh, said that what students 
What's that? Is it the Mr. Stohoyak? I don't know if it's the Mr. Stohoyak, but... uh not a teacher anymore, by the way. No. No. So it said, uh, those students who wish to leave the community don't necessarily say it's their hometown they wish to leave, but that they'll go where they can get a job. And I, I think I would agree with that 100%. Yeah, I would agree with that. I... Um... I, I would disagree a little bit where he says uh, more students are uh, seeking career fields that are here locally uh, rather than reaching for their dream job. I don't think that's true. I, I think people aren't, you know, if someone wants to be, I, I don't know, a, a doctor or a lawyer or an astronaut or whatever, I don't know. I, I think they're not passing on that dream to, to, to find a job. Right. Locally, I, I, I mean, other, his other comments are very good, but that one I'm not quite sure I agree with. I, I agree with you. I, I don't think you're because the economy crashed, you're going to be like, well, I better stay close to home and you know, give up on my dream of being an actor or whatever. You right. know. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, that was it was a very good article. I, you know, it's um, I, I, I find a lot of it uh, surprising and, and I, I don't believe some of it, uh, but um, it is it was enlightening. Um, I, it's just well, I thought it was fascinating that someone's actually doing statistics like this. Did you guys know that? I guess you did because that you you were aware of the uh, the alcohol one, but uh, uh, I don't know. It was it was. I'm losing my train of thought, guys. Take me well, out. that's cool. I, I before we before we wrap up the subject, I wanted to uh, got some good because uh, I could relate to a lot of this. This we had um, there's a one of our local Illinois Valley doctors. Dr. Vasquez, uh, a uh, LP alumni with Clayton and myself, um, she she moved away, and she was gone for quite a long time, and I knew she came back, so I thought I'd check with her and see if she minds sharing why she came back, and she wrote a really nice uh, email message to me, uh, basically covering, uh, you know, how she did want to get away, and she actually didn't necessarily intend to come back to the area. But she got away from the area. She moved to a lot of different, bigger and better places. She was in Chicago, uh, Milwaukee, Peoria, um, for all different phases of schooling. Um, but then when she had kids, that's when things really changed for her. And that's when she, you know, just the hustle and bustle of the city and being in that type of lifestyle didn't really fit for her and her family. So she wanted to get back to the hometown where she grew up and was comfortable and knew she could raise her her boys here and have family nearby and I don't know it was it was very nice and thoughtful and I I totally relate to that because uh, I know that's kind of where you know for me it was kind of a similar situation where we moved out we left the area for a year uh, but we made the mistake of moving to Schaumburg which is like just a, a crazy town fast-paced town we're driving to uh down to the store is like um just a nightmare just to go down the block and there's no like central downtown or anything so it just doesn't have that hometown kind of feel to it and it just didn't didn't fit what we were used to and also with the knowing that we wanted to have kids uh it just didn't fit it just didn't fit our plans and so we moved back and uh i i just wanted to share that <laughs> well, that's. I think you. You. Uh, I remember when you guys were up there. It was kind of like, oh man, it's got to be fun living up there. And it was like, no, we we don't have any money. We're broke because rent's <laughs> too expensive. And yeah, we didn't have, uh, just to get somewhere is a big pain in the ass. And it sounded like you were getting stressed out just having to drive. Like if you had to go from 
Schaumburg to where are we going now, like Highland Park or where, where was the uh, all, all well uh, South Barrington was one of the locations um, yeah. and yeah just you know sometimes you would drive somewhere uh, it would take maybe uh, you know ten minutes to get to the location and then within the last mile you'd sit there for like twenty minutes thirty minutes I mean just oh I'd lose it. <laughs> yeah, I, I and actually, Michelle, Michelle, when she, when her message, she mentioned that specifically was one of the things that she hated with when she was away from the area is just uh, dealing with the driving. So you, Bob, have the luxury of the train. I I envy that. I would love to be able to take a train you, to work. Are you able to walk from like? I mean, where do you come into the city? I mean, are you on the L line? <laughs> or are you on uh, the Amazon? Yeah, I take the metro. Uh, I, basically, I I live uh, in in Geneva. I, I live more or less downtown. Uh, it, I don't live down far from the like the center of town so i walk to the train station in the morning and then uh when i get to the chicago it's like a maybe a 10 minute walk to work so um we are it, it's actually a great situation we are able you know we only need one car because i don't need a car uh my wife you know has you know she drives to work but um where i would you know suburbs to me i i like but i'm very far out i'm not John's You're right next to DeKalb, right? I mean, Geneva's like 15, 20 minutes from DeKalb. Yeah, it's not that far. I don't know what it is because I know a lot of people commute from here to go to school there. I don't know what the right. drive is, but, you know, it's we are. Bad. Yeah, it's not bad. We are pretty. I am very far out. That's why I, I did choose this uh, community because I, I did want to be uh, as far out as I could and, you know, still get to work and, and have a, you know, a town right. as close to Peru or that lifestyle as I could. So. Right, and um, the nice thing too, like you, so you, when you're on your way to work, you can halfway be working, right? I mean, if you needed to be, you uh, carry a laptop or anything like that. I, I, um, I do on occasion to work, but mostly I read the paper or uh, you know a book or a magazine or sometimes uh, just sit there. Sometimes it's it's nice just to have an hour. It is a long commute. I sit on that train for over an hour every day, but just to sit there and do nothing because uh, you know a lot of people don't get it that that time in a day just to sit back and right. You yeah, know what I mean? Just kind of veg out. That. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's so, nice. But, no uh, screen to look at. Nothing. Right. Just absolutely. So, but you know, the one thing we were, you were talking earlier, Clayton about, um, uh, having a, u- a university town or something to, to get a town going, you know, LaSalle Peru in my, the way I look at it, they've done a very good job of, of, of trying to get business there. They got that airport, uh, which I think it was, a, it was a really good idea. And, there's, and they, you know, it's a highway town where you got all major, you got 80, 39, 55. It's, it's a very good location. I think what it's missing, and it's not a knock against the community, but they really, if they could invest a lot of money in the downtown, revitalize the downtown, make it what it was like in its heyday, you know. That's I, what they're trying to do here in Ottawa. Um, and they actually are dumping a lot of money into the downtown. And I, I say that dumping, not, not as a knock, but as in they are spending the money to try to revitalize it. Um, LaSalle and Peru probably could take Ottawa's lead. In that yeah, I think regard. that would, because, you know, businesses, you know, they, they want to come in and then they, they, they scope the area because they, you know, a big company is going to, you know, they want a quality of life for their you know, workers that are going to come work there. And, and most of them want, you know, rest, you know, there are a lot of restaurants and stuff, but the uh, downtown is usually uh, one of the key factors. And I, I think, from what I understand, you know, years and years ago, way, way before our time, 
LaSalle and Peru were the place to be, especially LaSalle. I guess it was pretty hopping. Uh, um, right, right. Ago. We talked a lot about that, and especially back in the day when the, the gambling and that kind of stuff was a, a big deal. And that was one of the things that I've always – I've talked to somebody who uh, shared their thoughts on this where they thought it'd be cool if, if – you know, because LaSalle, they, they're trying to get tourism in with like the towpath where they have the, or the canal and they have that boat that's pulled – supposedly sort of by mules or whatever um well it's it's just for show uh but still it's you know it's an attraction and but i've always thought that you know in the same you know idea or the same light they should they should do the same thing like you just mentioned bob they should revitalize the downtown but not necessarily for the purpose of making it um for the local people and as a staple of the local people who live there but i was thinking more uh, try to transform it into some version of of that uh, that heyday when the the gambling was going. I know they can't literally have the gambling, but to kind of create that mystique, because what up in there's different areas where they try to glorify uh, the mobster type days, right. and they have that as like an attraction. I think they could possibly, I mean, just an idea where you'd have like these fake taverns and like the fake gambling, just to kind of have fun with the idea i don't know it's just a thought make it a destination like place uh like a little uh day getaway kind of place yeah right yeah, believe it or not uh, ottawa actually does get a lot of day day travelers to the downtown to shop especially in the summer when they have the um the market um you know the farmer's market going right you know i mean in, have you when's the last time you've been to ottawa's downtown bob i mean you know i haven't been downtown since i i, I actually worked there which was uh 15, 16, 15 or 16 years ago now? So it's been it's, a long time. They've done a lot, actually. And, and most of the businesses and, and, and everything, they're, they're spending money like on planners, trying to green up, the, you know, a lot more green. Um, but, you know, a lot of the things you're saying, I think, actually are getting done here in Ottawa. That's um, great. Um, LaSalle, I, I think they're they're just trying to repair their reputation. Uh, what was it last fall? Do you guys remember seeing the Believe in LaSalle signs? Or, <laughs> I did. Well, <laughs> I tell you what, I know their mayor personally. Uh, Jeff Grove is one of the nicer, uh, uh, most you know, just upstanding person I ever met. So if anybody can get the job done, I, I think he can do it. So I, I, uh, I have cool. a lot of confidence in him. So, um, but do, do you remember those signs? I, I, I just thought I got a kick out of them. I don't even remember seeing those. No, it, no, I, I didn't see those signs, but I know they are dealing with a little bit of a probably um, uh, a yeah. reputation issue that uh, I don't know how just it is, but. Um, uh, something they're dealing with. It's like Streeter. Yeah, I mean, I mean, not saying that LaSalle is like Streeter, but um, I think maybe they're trying to avoid that sort of stigma. Cause, right. I don't know. And I, everything that I've gathered, like if you're from Streeter or whatever, like everybody that has lived there or dealt with people from there say it's like a fantastic place. It's just that the the, the, uh, the reputation is is not good. Negative. Yeah. Oh, who was it? We were talking to Mister. Um, um, that the the counselor from LP a couple weeks ago remember that John or did you talk to him, um, Mr. Sonnenberg? Oh yeah, right. Um, and he was talking. He's he's a counselor in Streeter now, and he's he was uh, saying how how much he he thinks it's great. He he says they have a wonderful community, and I'm not sure how we sidetracked all, all the way down to Streeter, but we did. But and yeah, and with that, I'm gonna have to cut you off because we're gonna get okay. cut off here in a second. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
I think there's some other little items we could have talked about, but I think we'll end up talking too much. So right. we, I we think... could have pounded out facts and stuff like that, but we didn't need to. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what do you guys think? Should we move on? Well, I want to apologize to the friends and family of Dennis Corbin, should they be listening <laughs> out there. <laughs> I feel Now I'm starting to feel guilty. I unjustly... Hardest this man's reputation, but um, <laughs> anyway, all right. So let's move yeah, on. We're ready to move on. All apologies have been given. Um, if if his family's listening to um for slandering, um, we don't have any money, so don't even try. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting paid for this. So. Right, so, that's been clarified. All right. Well, that was good. Thank you to uh, Michelle for her good, nice comments. Thank yeah, you for she, sharing. She was always a. Uh, I mean, it was a very well-written email and very to the point, and yeah, I wouldn't expect anything but that from her. And then you read it, you'd be like, that sounds like something. She I mean, she's yeah, that very well-written, that's for sure. Very, very well-written. Very nice email. So, uh, all right. Well, what do you guys want to talk about? We have our other topics list here. Um, what should we do? Um, Bob, let's, it'll, let's leave it up to Bob. What do you want to yeah. talk about, Bob? Uh, let's take a look at some of the things we had jotted down. Um Huh. Well, um, I guess one of the things was potentially a lack of interest in the uh, NCAA tourney this year. Is that true? You guys not feeling it? That's I'm just – I'm not personally. I don't know. I'll give a hoot. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Probably I don't know if I, why I chose this topic because I don't – I'm not a big uh, college basketball fan. Uh, I, I really don't follow it too much at all, but I have – heard you know from other people it's ironic that uh, you guys suggested this as a topic because not ironic a, a coincidence uh, uh, i have heard um, other people saying they're just not interested this year for whatever reason you guys under have any thoughts on why people aren't interested i was trying to come up with something i mean i don't know i mean i've been pretty preoccupied lately just with other things that are going on in personal life and so maybe that's kind of prevented me. But usually that kind of stuff doesn't really matter, and I'm usually anxious to get the brackets going. Even though I don't follow uh, NCAA basketball, I usually still uh, you know, have a good time getting office pools going uh, to fill out brackets. But, yeah, this, this year um, just wasn't feeling it, and nobody else in the office was either. I don't know. I, per, I don't know if the whole tragedy and the major things that are going on in the world – have an impact, but that is definitely one of the first things I did think of when I turned on the basketball games for the first time. I just couldn't get that thought out of my head that here we are sitting and 
all the money that's wrapped up into those basketball games and here everybody's you know watching these games like everything's cool and halfway across the world it's just like purely horrible situations i know you could probably apply that to so many other things and if you think about that all the time you'll go crazy but still i don't know no that's me i think that's, that's probably I, a good point i think the talents um there isn't any standout players uh i mean there's there's good players but there isn't a um Derek rose or a um, carmelo anthony or sure um, you know there isn't those just like upper echelon you know, elite college players right now and and well, there's probably uh, not there going to be, an, right? right? Well, right, and there isn't an elite team either. I mean, there isn't one. I mean, there's good teams, but there isn't one that's uh, like outstanding either. So we're not, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, the last year that I really, really followed it, and I don't know if you guys are on the same page as me, but the, the was when Illinois went and to the national championship game and lost to North Carolina, and I followed it, you know, probably a little bit less every year since then, to to the point now where I I didn't even really think to turn it on on thursday I was like oh there's games on and i've turned it on finally like late in the afternoon and started watching right the the the, the lower uh talent level is is because the kids are going to pros right away is that is that the deal or they do have to right. sit out a year or, what are the rules on that now i think they have to play at least one year of college basketball or they have to sit out of high school. they have to be one year removed from high school i don't think they have to go to college okay but because the one kid uh, out of high school went over to Turkey or something. You remember that? And you guys see that story? No, I didn't see that. He instead, because he couldn't go into the NBA, he went and played in Europe. Oh, wow. Well. And I don't think it helped him. <laughs> no, I'm surprised he didn't wouldn't go to school just for one year. Uh, just to... I mean, gosh, I mean, you, those, I mean, part of me, uh, there's a big debate about, you know, how the, they, they say that some of the college players are being, um, taken advantage of or, or exploited to a certain degree. Did anybody see the uh, documentary on the Fab Five that aired last Sunday on ESPN? Mm-mm. No, I didn't. Uh, that's a really good insight into sort of the NCAA basketball, uh, how it works kind of, and how those play. You don't remember the Fab Five like Juwan Howard and um, Chris Weber. La- and, yeah, oh, Derek, oh the, um, from back Jaylen, in the day with Michigan? Jay, yeah, Jalen Rose. Yeah, those that team. Do you remember that? So in the early '90s, it's when people started wearing black socks because those sure. guys were rebels. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Well, a and side note the... on that. I have a side side note on that team that that, that involves the South Peru. Go ahead. Their their coach, I believe his name was Fisher. Yeah. Uh, applied for the job at LP and didn't get it. What to be to be a basketball coach? Yep, to be a basketball coach. I think uh, or. Uh, for whatever reason, he didn't get the job because they either were looking for uh, a basketball coach that could also do athletic director or vice versa. I'm not sure what the story was, but he applied. I know that's a fact. He, he did not get the job. <laughs> wow. wow. So that could have changed the LaSalle Peru dramatically. Right. Who knows? He, he would have recruited wonderful talent for LP. <laughs> exactly. Who knows? I don't know. But that's a little sidebar. I'm a, That's an interesting story. That's I have great. a lot of useless information. So, well, I'm on a coaching pool, and this is college related. Um, when Bill Self left Chicago or left U of I to go to Kansas, they hired Bruce Weber, which he was from Southern, right? Right, he was. Yeah. Okay, and but the head coach at Thad Mata is the head coach for Ohio State right now, and he wanted the Illinois job because he's from Central Illinois, and I can't think of the name, the small town he's from, but it's 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 one of the smaller towns around Champaign, and he wanted the U of I job, and they hired Bruce Weber over him, and now look at where what he's doing with his Ohio State team. Oh, interesting. 
Well, I should I should clarify my little story. He he um, it's not like he didn't get the job at LP and then got the job at Michigan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this was early in his career. To clarify, I guess he wasn't that good of a coach either, from what um, some of the experts that I've heard uh, uh, talk yeah. about that Fab Five team. Like he was he was kind of a roll out the balls kind of coach. Right. Just you know let him let him let him play. So well, good stuff. So we don't have a complete conclusion there as to why it's down and the interest is down, but we can definitely acknowledge that it is down. Right. And with that, we'll move on. Okay. What else we got? Uh, I don't have any local news. Do you, John? I yeah, I just don't this week. You know, I've been following the. uh, You got to tell Stephanie that they that uh, the Times needs to get with their their Twitter updates while the times is very good with their Facebook updates. News Tribune is, is does pretty good with their Twitter updates. I, I actually appreciate that they do that. I get a lot of news, local news that way. Although there has mine now too. Actually. Yeah. Everything's Twitter. Bob, you got to come to the, to the, you know, I, I got a Twitter account, but I, I kept getting all these guys from India trying to be following me. And I was like, who, why are all these people from India trying? Do you get that? Does anybody else get that? I've had I, weird people. I do get people I don't know, but um, I find, you know, I check to see what they're interested in, you know, how they found me, and depending on that, I decide if, you know, it's cool, and usually it's just, it's, 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 you know, there's a mutual interest there, I find. Oh, really? I I thought it was weird. There are people, I mean, not just India, like all over the world seem to be, I mean, I I didn't know that you could, you know, try to figure out how they got a hold of you. You're saying you could figure out how they found you? Well, I can go to their the people that they follow, and yeah, we can you can see what you have and who you share uh, followers with. Or I'm not nope. I'm not saying that right, but um, yeah, you can see what you have in common okay. in, in terms of followers or. All right. Well, maybe follow. I'll give another chance. I was an early adopter. Uh, was you know, yeah. It's it's nice now that like all the different um, you know you you know the sports teams or the news agencies or or just. So many different outlets now use that um, as a way to get information out, and not just that, but you know they're finding that it's becoming one of the biggest ways to get information out fast in like an emergency situation. Yeah, well, definitely they're they're using it in, uh, in the uh, uh, the Middle East to rally the the societies to to revolt. I mean, it's a huge deal these days. I mean, they. Uh, the people in uh, um, like Egypt, they were using Twitter and all these different services to to coordinate these mass demonstrations. It is a really powerful tool. I, I guess um, it's I should look into it a little bit more. I it's just just one of those things I haven't got around to, but it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, and that's how it, it is. It's like you, you don't use it and it's not a big deal, but then once you do start using it, you become like hooked on it. It's it's, it's yeah. So. I, I find myself checking it at least three or four times a day, and I'll thumb through. Um, and I look for certain people's tweets, and I've actually started following people and decided that I didn't want to follow them anymore. So I I've, I did that. I did some house cleaning myself this week. Yeah. I went through and kind of got rid of some just because I, I got was... rid of Kevin Smith. Um, did you? Because he tweets about 400 times a day, and hey, that's great, but I can't. I don't even want to read most of it because it's mostly like re- replying to people. So it's like I don't. I'm not even in on it, and <clears throat> I just like the news stuff, like the Huffington Post, the New York Times. Um, and then I do a lot of sports stuff. I do. I follow a lot of the guys from the score. So that's cool. those are all good. Hmm. Well, um, 
Are you talking about Kevin Smith from the Clerks? Yeah, yeah, he's oh, got okay. his new movie out, um, uh, Red State. Okay, he's doing the Red State tour. Um, I'm a big fan of his movies and stuff, but I don't. I have like um, very little interest in um, his personal his tweets. Life. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I, right. he does. He has a big podcast following now, and he's actually starting his own radio network. Oh, is he really? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Not like over the air radio, internet radio network, mm-hmm. where they're actually going to do live radio for four hours a day, um, and it, it it all started from him doing his podcast. So yeah. well, that's cool. Pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah, I think Adam Carolla, he has a big pod. There's money to made, yeah. be made here, guys. You got to over time. I, you got to be famous first, but all right. <laughs> I think is generally. But that have you listened to anything? I mean, the Adam Carolla. Have you heard his show? You know, I've heard, I actually haven't heard his show, but I've seen you know, on uh, news programs or interview shows where they're interviewing him and they, they kind of show you what he does. You know, he, I think he does it out of his house or something. Or it's very, not a, he had a pretty crude uh, – it wasn't like a big sound room like you would imagine. Like a, a, Yeah, and that's how it is with a lot of the guys that I think both Clayton and I listen to. Like Mark Marin, he just does it out in his garage and mm-hmm. uh, who else? I mean, Joe Rogan does it in his basement. Yeah, I mean – and or so, his you know, rec room or whatever. Right. I mean, do you listen to any shows, Bob? A podcast? Yeah. Uh, just Ivy Pod. That's it. Oh. Hey, <laughs> all right. I set you up and you you, you dunked it. That was great. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I actually um, – here's this is true. I got one of those Apple TVs, and it allows you to listen to podcasts through your TV, and I – you know, flipping around on my TV, I was able to call off your podcast. Kind that of... is really neat. It was neat. Yeah. I, I mean, I see you, you're you on Facebook is liking This American Life, though, right? So you just hear Definitely. that on radio. I listen you... to uh, from their website on occasion. Okay. Yeah. Uh, That's one of but... my favorite ones. I look forward to that one every Monday. So, so they, they do a good job over there. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I mean, if you like that, I would, I would recommend Radio Lab, too. That one's interesting. Okay. I've similar, heard of that one. Similar style. It's uh, it, I don't I don't know if it's NPR that does it or it's in it's in um, cooperation with NPR. Or, no, it's definitely NPR, and I'm thinking it's, it's on um, New York Sun- WNYC. Is it on Sundays afternoons? It's got an odd time when I wouldn't uh, you know when they actually uh, you know, when it airs on the radio. I, it's it's a strange time. I'm not sure what it is. Do you tune into WNIJ, or are you out of the? Do you use the Chicago Public Radio? WBZ, yeah. WBZ, okay. See, so, yeah, I don't know if I can get that down here. I mean, I can do. I can use the uh, NPR app. Um, yeah, I can listen to it that way, but um, yeah, I just yeah, do. Not, they've, been, they've been in the news a lot lately, as far as uh, they, you know, they they're losing their funding, right? They're losing their funding. They uh, they got because uh, of the one one guy. Right. They got uh, they got punked on a, a massive scale. Uh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Uh, yeah. Um, you know what? I'm gonna have to cut you guys off because we're gonna have to do a break. Um, but I have something I wanted to. I've been saving this for quite a long time. I gotta find it now. Um, once when I I found this music, and I instantly thought of you, Bob, and I was I wanted to have you on the show just so I could play this music. Okay. So it's it's long overdue. I'm gonna play it now for this next break, and uh, yeah. So let's let's do it. Okay. We'll be right back.
we're back. So I just played the music. You guys could barely hear it, I know. But um, Pop Quiz Bob, what was that music? Uh, let me think. <laughs> uh, chicken Dance? Oh, just no. say it. Oh, I'm just kidding. All right, no. It's, um, we could barely hear it on our end, uh, audience, but it was the... Uh, theme song to the Bruce Lee video game for the Commodore 64, my first computer, uh, about 20 years ago at least, right? No, 25 years ago? What do you think, John? Uh, that was back in the 84 area, right, I think, when you got that, or 83? Was it? Cause the Nintendo came out in 85 and you got it in 86. I remember that much. So it had to be right around 84, 85. Yeah, that's a long time. Now we all carry uh, phones that are a hundred times more powerful than that computer was, or it's a hundred more. What is it more powerful than uh, the 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 computers that they used to launch the space shuttle? The yeah, first exactly. Time to land on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You know, I, this is just funny that you should mention that, Clayton. I saw on the, they were talking about. Uh, uh, I guess the other night there was a supermoon or something. Yeah, yeah, last, last night. All right, so then they had a statistic. You know, they they drew like an arrow from the Earth to the Moon, and it said two hundred and thirty-eight thousand miles. That's insane. How could we possibly have took a, a, a little a rocket and gone two hundred thirty-eight thousand miles? Do you guys believe that ever happened? I'm starting to doubt that ever happened. Um, I don't know what to believe. Uh, if you want to listen, uh, if you're if you're into like the conspiracy stuff, and I'm not saying you're right or wrong, but like. Uh, Joe Rogan, man, he uh, he has like huge rants. I bet if you went on YouTube and looked him up, huge rants about that. That's their very same principle. Like it, essentially repeating what you said, just like 50 different ways. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 238,000 miles. It's a rock floating around the earth. It's in the middle of space. Are you really think blah, 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 blah. And like given the um, the political culture at the time and the importance of it. Um, there was uh, tons of incentives to fake it, right? So absolutely, you know. Now I never doubted it. My ever, I'm not a conspiracy kind of guy, but I was like, I was in awe that it was that far away. Uh, I never really thought about it before, and that's a pretty far little ride. So, um, but I'm sure they did it. Our flags up there on the moon. So right, right. Well, the uh, yeah, I. I I, I don't know. I, and the sad thing is, he's, I don't know. If the, it's not like they'll come out and say, like, oh, yeah, we faked that. Uh, we really wanted the Russians to think that we did it, so we just faked it, and, you know, it helped. Right. <laughs> you, you're never, you know, we're never going to hear that, so. Right. Well, I'm trying not to waste sorry. time trying to thinking about it. What's up, John? Oh, I was gone for a while, but that was, that's the benefit of having three people. Yeah. <laughs> Do you miss? I debunked the the space uh, space shuttle no the uh, space program. So. We cracked oh, completely. It. We figured yeah. it out. Yeah. We figured out it was statistically impossible to do. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm with you. All right. You sold me, even though I, I did hear it. once uh, there was a story uh, that uh, one of those astronauts, uh, some some nut, came up to him uh, on the street and accused him of being you know, all fraud, and uh, the astronaut punched him in the nose, which I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> Did you guys hear, I, I don't know which astronaut it was, but uh, it was pretty That's cool. That's cool. Buzz Aldrin uh, laid somebody out because he was talking sass about the uh, moon landings or something. <laughs> uh, I nice. believe it, I guess. You know, on my third grade, I, I, I'll never forget this, I because uh, uh, my teacher thought it was pretty funny. I was in third grade, and it was like the – 
the first man to walk on the moon, and I put Louis Armstrong, and because uh, that was a saxophonist or something. Uh, right. Yeah. So I guess the teacher got a kick out of that. But I was almost. <laughs> right. um, yeah, so they should only count the last name, right? Exactly. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Be funny uh, if you did it on purpose too. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been, uh, yeah, would have been a lot better actually. If you think about it. Um, okay, next topic. Yeah, yeah before up. before we go, uh, we got a couple quick things. Well, I guess what's the one thing? Probably don't want to go. I think I could talk on and on about this topic. What is the Hollywood's fascination with 3D these days? That's a good one. Yes. We hit on this, didn't we, John? I think we. I can't remember if we did or not. But when, uh, we did our, when we did our like uh, reminiscing podcast about the area, we did the I, movie theaters and stuff. Right. And I think actually, you know, I'm actually surprised that they're making – you mentioned here, Bob, that they're making The Great Gatsby in 3D with Leonardo DiCaprio. But right. um, that's a little surprising that they're even doing that because I'm, I've heard – or I thought I heard on the radio that the 3D movies are actually – they're not doing good at all anymore. I mean after the, the whole Avatar buzz is kind of worn off and – just not as big of a deal anymore. It's not big. I, I just I find it distracting. I um I saw the um uh the one over this last summer with the Greek mythology. The, the title's not um. Well, that was a bad one to see. The Clash of the Titans. Yeah, I saw that one in 3D, and I was it, it was really it was really distracting. Well, that's you know what? That's not. That's too bad because that's a bad one to see in 3D. I they didn't actually film it in 3D. They took that movie filmed it in 2D, and then just used computers to make a 3D movie out of it. So that's, I heard the same thing. That was a horrible 3D movie. Um, because, like, movies that are shot in 3D, you almost don't notice after a while that they're in 3D anymore. Like, uh, what, Tron? I saw that one in 3D. And by t- like at first, when they first, because they start off the movie in, like, 2D, and then it goes into 3D. So you notice it initially. But then after a while, and even when the movie's over, you, you almost don't notice that it's you're watching a 3D thing anymore. It's just a subtle background thing. You know, it okay. just adds depth to the movie, and that's all they do with it. They don't, you know, they don't try to be crazy. At least the movies I've seen, like Avatar and Tron, they didn't try to be crazy with things flying at you. They just it gave the movie depth. Right. I saw Alice in Wonderland in 3D, and I didn't like it. Well, the movie kind of sucked, and then the the 3D effects, I I thought, again, were distracting. Oh, there was times when I took the glasses off just because I got sick of wearing them, and I was like, right. and you can't be looking at that screen without them on, or that causes problems in itself. So, right. Well, I think I, I'm glad to hear – well, not glad, but it sounds like, John, that the, maybe the, they'll be ending this type of uh, – I, th- yeah, I think and I, yeah, yeah, I think it's going away, and I think the 3D TVs are a flop. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I don't see. I wouldn't. I mean, I'm not saying that it couldn't catch on big, but it could be like the laser disc and the mini disc and all that jazz. I think there's a place for 3D movies, but it has to be relevant. Right. You right. can't just I, take any old movie and make it 3D. There's no freaking point to it. I could know? see playing. I could see playing first-person shooter uh, video games. I could see that being pretty cool. I haven't actually done it yet, but the concept sounds cool. Right, we could be old. We could be three old dudes that that are like, oh no, yeah, that's just dumb technology. And then like in <laughs> ten years, we're gonna be buying our 3D TVs. Yeah, too, I heard so. the 3D, the new Nintendo 3D handheld, the new the the, the new 3D Game Boy is pretty sweet because you don't need to wear glasses. It's just 3D on its own. Yeah. So that, well, eventually they'll have hologram TV, right? We'll, we'll that was that was John's dream. 
Oh, well, yeah. ever since that one, I could go on. Don't get me started. Ever since uh, Star Wars, huh? When, no, uh... no. It was ever since a Wisconsin Dells trip. There was an arcade there where they had this game called Time Time Traveler or Time... Oh, I, it's, I think it was Time Traveler. And it was actually this white dome-shaped video game. Uh, and there were real holograms in there. The game itself sucked. But there were real holograms there um, created inside of this dome. And it was... I've never seen anything like it ever since. And... Yeah, it's too bad. I think actually the hologram thing could be coming back. They did something like that at the Academy Awards, mm-hmm. although I wouldn't really call that a hologram. Um, I like your idea of like having a room that was all holograms and like even the remote controller, like you'd push buttons that weren't even there, but they would act like, you know what I mean? Like it was. I did. There. Yeah, I did a project on that. I did. Mm-hmm. That was an idea I came up with. It was just a full room sensors. There were sensors everywhere in the room, and and then there were holographic projections everywhere. And yeah, exactly right. You... I, I think we're not that far off. I mean, from that, given like the 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 Xbox, um, uh, what do they call it? The, the Xbox Move or whatever it is, Next. PlayStation Move. And yeah, you'd almost need to wear some type of a glass. You'd you'd almost need to wear some kind of virtual reality or some kind of glasses to make that really happen. Because otherwise, you know, for a hologram to you need some kind of substrate, something that's going to pick up the light. Right. Like if you've ever seen any of those uh, those shows where they project uh, pictures on the water, uh, which are pretty cool. Um, but it's you know they need something for the light to grab onto. So I don't see how you could do it unless you wore, and, and it was all inside of glasses or something, which would be you know if they could tweak it so you didn't have to wear some giant headset, then maybe that'd be cool. Right. That would be cool. Have you guys, uh, you guys both like games, uh, uh, gamers, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, do you guys tried out the new Kinect system that Microsoft has? That, that's what I was trying to say earlier. Okay. Yeah, Kinect. No, that I haven't. That sounds pretty awesome. In fact, mm-hmm. there's a bunch, you know, they somehow either the, you know, the open source community or these uh, coders got a hold of the source code of Kinetic, uh, Kinect, how, however that works, and they're applying that to, that uh, technology yes. to all kinds of other things. I've uh, seen that. Yeah, really cool stuff. Um, that's that that connect I think is actually took over as I don't know if it's number two or if it took over as number one spot for the highest selling new tech gadget. Oh really? Yeah, it's that's a hot one. They 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 got a winner there. They did. Cool. I think what the, where they what they did is they they strayed from the handheld controller. Like, see, essentially what PlayStation did is ripped off the Wii, right. and in their own way. I mean, they made some improvements on it, but the xbox the connect thing they were just like you know we can do this better without so i'd like to try it yeah me too <clears throat> sounds cool that's the so idea cool. of it i wouldn't i would i would only want to do it you know once in a while it's not going to get me away from twiddling my thumbs and using nope. my standard controller but it would we be are, fun to we do already once talked in a while. about that yeah yeah time. we've talked about that at length we ain't giving up our our damn analog controllers <laughs> we don't care <laughs> no. what they say yeah <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. So, did you well, did you guys when you were kids did you guys have like the uh, power pad or the um the glove or anything no, like that? No, nothing like that. No, no. We had the Atari. Uh, well, actually, John had a. Uh, we had Nintendo, Atari, but, Nintendo, and. But you never had like the Nintendo mat, like the power pad. No, no, uh-huh. just the gun. Yeah, we yeah had just the gun. The gun. No glove either. I always thought that was going to be so cool. And then, and it's funny you bring that up. That we've been getting a lot of use out of the Nintendo here at my house. The boys have been playing a lot of Excite Bike. Really? They nice. really like that game because, at the very least, all you need to do is press one button 
to make it mm-hmm. go. So yeah, that's been kind of a hit lately. And I, I bought those. Though. I bought those games, like you know the Nintendo. But you know, I just it kind of sucked at them, so I, I stopped playing them. And then I think John, then you took that took over. Yeah, uh, the original Nintendo, right? It's because of you that I've become the gamer that I am. The only game I ever really liked was Blades of Steel. I thought that yeah. was really awesome. Blades of Steel. Yeah, that is a good game. Yeah. Does that still exist in like a modern form? Did they, did no, they no, no, just the, the, the original NHL games are good though. Okay. Really good. Cool. Aren't they, John? You have you you got NHL. Got the 11, new right? NHL 2011, which is it's uh yeah it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, so, uh, we're 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 getting very close to our end of our show, so we probably should should or do you want to go longer guys let's, let's wrap it up john yeah i gotta get going but uh yeah. i enjoyed uh, uh the show it was pretty fun yeah yeah and any any quick uh oh i did want to ask before we went because we talk about apps of the week do you got any good apps apps for our iphone listeners out there bob uh any good ones you know i'm i I don't like get into the the games and things like that. Um, or just any application, like a, just a, doesn't even have to be a game. Uh, let me scroll through my um, something called Pulse. Uh, it's a it's a news aggregator. They do a good job of uh, uh, you know formatting the news. They, they they get news feeds and they format them in a fashion that's a little bit easier to read on an iPhone. So check out Pulse. I, I think actually that's uh they have that on the Droid too on the Android. Okay. I'll have to check that one out. It is a good um, one. The one that I wanted to bring up, as I just discovered, and I think it's new, is uh, the, the Google Maps just offered, or I think just started a new feature with their maps, where you can. It's got a navigator device, so you don't even need the Garmin's or the any of those cool. navigation devices. It does it all. That's nice. It's that's pretty a, sweet. That's a. That's a. It's made by Google, or someone just. Yeah. Using if, it? Well, you know Google Maps. Yeah. It's the same. It's Google Maps for your phone, and then there's a feature on there after you do like for look for directions. There's a navigator option now, and it's full blown navigator voice activated instructions. Oh, that's awesome! It's that's really, really sweet. sweet. I didn't know about that one. I'm surprised uh-huh. I didn't know. I'm like on all Google's uh, uh, RSS feeds. I, I follow everything they do. I'm kind of a Google nut. Uh, I didn't. I missed that one. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, no need for a GPS for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need it. So, uh, well, thanks, Bob. We really yeah. appreciate you coming on the show. Hopefully, you'll come on again. Uh, was I the first guest? Feedback. You were yeah, the, yeah, first you guest. the first guest. <laughs> I think you're going to get inundated with bad feedback. I, I apologize for we, that. We again. know that Dennis is going to be very upset with yeah. you. So. <laughs> we're going to get cut off here in a second, so I guess we're going to have to abruptly end this. All right. Bye, everybody. Okay. So, yeah, we're leaving now. Yeah, we're out. We were going to talk about a lot more stuff, but time just keeps running on. So. Yeah, we just got cut off. So if anybody wonders why there was a weird editing thing there, uh, I apologize. But I want to do a, a proper goodbye. So thanks again, Bob. Yeah. All right. Thank you. See you soon. All right. And, uh, yeah. So, okay, this is for real this time. We'll see you all later. All right. Oh, we did it again. <laughs> I, I thought we were just rambling. Okay. Good. Sorry. Goodbye. No, we're good. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. reason we had Bob on is he's an Illinois Valley native who fled the area. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no, I man, not like necessarily volunteer. I mean, he didn't.
it it's wasn't not like I had my sneakers on and I ran out of town or anything. Right. No, I didn't. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't flee the area. <laughs> you just you grabbed what you could. Actually, I kind of like that description. though. that's that's pretty good. Uh, 